It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for us, and I'm feeling good. <laughs> Nobody should say anything about my singing because I am a sick singer. That is just a musical representation of how I've been feeling at the moment. Like, Happy New Year, guys! I hope you're all well and had a great start to the new year. As you can tell, I've had a fantastic start to the new year. Like, I can honestly not complain about the energies at play at the moment, um, the transits taking place. I know we still have Mars in retrograde alongside Mercury retrograde, but aside from that like the energy is really positive and we can only thank Jupiter and Aries for that um so I hope you guys have had an optimistic start to the new year and I hope you are feeling the energies that I'm feeling at the moment and making the best of them anyways I am Ashley for those of you who are new here welcome 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 thank you for joining us if it's your first time this is spiritual podcast with your girl Ashley um today I am way ahead of schedule which is fantastic this is the thing that I really like about following astrology like just being aware of the energies, being aware of the transits, you can really, really utilize them when it comes to like getting stuff done and know when to rest, know when to put in the work, know when to play. It's just such a cheat code when it comes to just organizing your life. So obviously Jupiter is in Aries and which is in my third house, which means that every single day I've just been getting these massive downloads I've been getting lots of ideas I've been thinking of so many different ways to structure my life (laughs) my everyday life um but more importantly structuring my um creative endeavors because obviously you guys should know by now (laughs) I'm a creative so I write poetry I update my blog post which I actually haven't done in quite some time, but I like writing. Um, I like like putting together little guides and little things that people can follow. I've got my Etsy shop that has got the 2023 astrological calendar and also some like um, gratitude journals that you can purchase on there. I'm just consistently creating things. And one downfall of a creative or any creative is the fact that you have so many ideas and sometimes you don't know how to execute them or what the hell to do with them so Jupiter and Aries has really been helping me like find some structure because Aries is the sign that is going to get shit done but they're also very organized like every Aries that I know knows how to utilize notes knows how to utilize their calendar knows how to just make use of different tools and skills that are in place to help them stay structured and because Jupiter is in my third house that is going to be a big 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 focus for me for the first four to five months of this year but anyways enough waffling I am back to record our spiritual astrological take on the month of February which I'm super stoked about February is I think I'm just a winter spring baby um I really enjoy this time of the year where we can be inside, where we can like hibernate, where we can really be cozy and thank the Lord it's not too cold right now in the UK although the wind is winding but we had snow in December and I just wish that 
it doesn't come back <laughs> anytime soon but I just really like the whole idea of like staying inside and preparing for the seasons where you can actually start sowing seeds and um, getting prepared for the summertime where you can reap the fruits of your labor so um, February is looking like a really quiet month in terms of transits because obviously january is jam-packed with all these um planets going direct um and you know we've got two lunations in every month and then we've got the sun changing signs then we've got mercury changing signs then we've got venus changing signs so january was a jam-packed month but february is more on the cool side there's just um a few aspects i guess that you might want to be aware of but we're not going to talk about that too much today because I didn't prep anything for the aspects too deep but we're just going to talk about um, in detail the transits and how they're bringing in this really good energy before everything turns chaotic in March which is typical <laughs> anyways let's get started so first things first summer release joke guys i'm just feeling so playful like i really feel like i'm starting to bring my personally little personality out more on this podcast which i think is overdue anyways let's get into it you can really see that mercury retrograde is fucking up my mental because i can't even stay focused <laughs> anywho okay first things first we have five transits for the month of february we have on the 5th of Feb the full moon in Leo, Mercury enters Aquarius on the 11th of February, the sun swims its way into Pisces on the 18th of February and Venus enters Aries on the 20th of February, the same day we have a new moon in Pisces which is interesting so we're definitely going to talk a lot about that lunation in particular. So we'll start off with full moon in leo taking place on the 5th of february to the 7th of february now this full moon in leo and for those of you who are not aware of like leo's energy there's going to be some keywords on the screen that you can read over but we're talking about the fifth house in traditional um astrology it's the house of children, it's the house of your inner child, it's your house of creativity, how you express yourself, what kind of leadership tendencies you have, it's the house of new beginnings and it's also uh, the point in our chart where we may find like vitality, so we might find life through expressing ourselves in a certain way. So for example, my fifth house is ruled by Gemini and I generally have to um, express myself via writing and that gives me a sense of vitality. So now when we're talking about the moon, we're talking about the fourth house that is traditionally ruled by Cancer. And this is where our feminine energy is centered. It's about the relationship that we have with our mother, the kind of uh, level of intuition we have, our gut instinct. The moon also rules over the gut itself. It's the house that's associated with our emotional motives. So the moon usually signifies who we are behind closed doors and what motivates us to exhibit certain behaviours or to do or behave in certain ways. So when the moon is in the sign of Leo or in any sign, there's specific themes or qualities or characteristics that the moon will use to express itself. 
Now, Leo is the sign that is associated with drama, with theatrics, with um, like fame, being in the spotlight. It's also associated with selfishness, like being self-centered or having some attention-seeking qualities. Ultimately, the moon in Leo wants to be acknowledged. So we would want our feelings or our emotions to be acknowledged, to be appreciated. We would want to feel like we're receiving emotional fulfillment and love. So bearing in mind the fifth house is where we get our vitality, traditionally ruled by the sun. So when we have the moon there, we want to feel a sense of vitality through our emotions being upheld or through our emotional needs being met. So there's many ways in which a Leo moon can go about getting this emotional fulfillment. Um, and a more positive manifestation of this energy is them feeling more confident in themselves, them showering themselves with the self-love or the self-care that they ultimately maybe desire from someone else, um, having the ability to believe in themselves and also in the decisions that they make. So this particular full moon opposes the sun in Aquarius, squares Uranus in Taurus, trines Chiron in Aries and conjuncts the ascendant. So overall, I've titled this specific lunation as emerging from the shadows. So depending on the house this lunation is taking place in for you, there will likely be some awareness of things emerging from your subconscious that you need to mature from, move on from, release, let go, and even make peace with. So if there's things from the past, things from childhood, things from past relationships, but specifically childhood, because Leo is associated with the fifth house, you will need to learn to make peace with that. I think the full moon in this sign can be dramatic, and the purpose of this is usually to show us something we've been been ignoring so memories past experiences behaviors patterns tendencies and motives that have contributed to either an emotional blockage because we're talking about the moon here in our life or created an emotional dependency on others or things that we use to cope okay this full moon is at 16 degrees of leo which is the second decan of leo which is associated with jupiter and this is why i've named this specific transit emerging from the shadows because this decan represents the victory that comes out of the strife of a previous cycle. So if you've been struggling with something um, for quite some time, especially when it comes to emotions or wounds or inner healing, by allowing the space to clear out this energy, especially in this new year, you will find that you'll be blessed with some sort of abundance as a result of doing that work, okay? So by releasing these issues, we create space for the new beginnings. We create space for new energy. We create space for new seeds that we want to plant to be sowed. And by August the 2nd to the 11th, we will see the fruits of our labor if we utilize this energy wisely. Um, and that's all down to um, the aspects that this lunation is making like squaring uranus is about changing direction um impulsively sometimes doing something but usually for the betterment of your mental and emotional well emotional well-being trining chiron 
in Aries, it's about cutting through the things that are causing you discomfort, cutting through the bullshit. <laughs> and conjunct the ascendant is like a new identity. So you're emerging as a new found identity as a result of releasing these things during the full moon. So I think that a lot of people need to release negative patterns or behaviors in regards to like childlike behavior as adults and having an inability to be responsible or over accommodating for others and and in circumstances where you may find that you don't believe in yourself, you're going to need to release that so that you can actually be open to the opportunities that may find their way to your doorstep during this prosperous year. When I was uh, thinking about this lunation, there was a very significant pull of energy towards healing the idea of self-centeredness or like being the center of attention or thinking the world evolves around you and everything happens on your time or you're in control of everything. I feel like for a lot of people who have these kind of tendencies and don't have a good balance of understanding the difference between putting themselves first and having main character syndrome they're gonna have to heal where that comes from you know if you grew up in a environment as a child where people didn't pay much attention to you and then as an adult you now overcompensate by making sure or trying to have main character syndrome then you're going to be focused on healing that aspect of yourself because it's definitely not serving you in some shape or form so that is the full moon in Leo. It will last for about two and a half days. So make sure you put a note in your calendar. If you want to keep track of the transits, this is a perfect time for you to purchase my 2023 astrological calendar. There's also a gratitude journal that you can use to make uh, notes during these transits so you can reflect on them at the end of the year. Moving on, Mercury doesn't go direct until the 18th of Jan. So we've still got 18 days and then we've got a post-shadow period. So over the next couple weeks until I would say early verb, please do keep checking over your stuff. Anywho's, we are back today to talk about Mercury entering Aquarius. After Mercury has been in a slumber in the sign of Capricorn, so Mercury will enter Aquarius on the 11th of February and would stay there until the 19th of March. Now, Mercury is a very, very interesting planet. I think it's one of my favourites. I mean, all the planets are my favourite, but I think the personal planets, like, watching them in action, the only thing I don't like is Mercury retrogrades they're just annoying but mercury when it's direct and in certain signs really just makes me super happy like mercury and aquarius and i think i'm just biased because it's a personal transit of mine like i have mercury in aquarius in my first house so i really really resonate with the um energy that mercury and aquarius can bring and it's just wonderful um like there's some negatives obviously to every transit but most often than not mercury in aquarius is a really really good transit to experience so super glad that we have this transit coming up in verb so um i have titled this never stop questioning there's been this theme on my mind about seeking truth 
um, questioning things, looking at things from different perspectives, being open to different ideas, being able to adjust. Um, Aquarius is a fixed sign, so it can be quite stuck in their ways or quite stubborn, but it's really important that when Mercury is in the sign of Aquarius, we learn to um, adapt to our environment because Mercury doesn't do well just being like stuck and not able to see things from different perspectives or not being open to other people's ideas or point of views. Um, And there's so much fruitfulness that can come from just opening your consciousness and expanding above your um, current horizons. And so much stuff can come from that, especially positive stuff. So there's some keywords on the screen. I've spoke about Aquarius a few times already, and I've spoke about Mercury. So I'm not going to go into too much detail about what those, um, what the sign and what the planet represents. Although, you know, everyone should be privy to the fact that Mercury tends to be associated with communications all right so during mercury retrograde we have definitely had some issues with communications me personally at work we've been having issues with the internet and like being able to connect things um i've been having issues with my phones issue with my mac (laughs) as i have explained to you guys and um there just has been a few hiccups with things that we do on a daily basis or things that we use on a daily basis now this particular mercury in aquarius is interesting to me it's the first transit for this um year that i have been um guided to go back and look at in more detail and by that i mean looking at where mercury in aquarius was last year and what mercury in aquarius was doing so last year january we had mercury in aquarius from the very early stages and then mercury actually went retrograde in aquarius so obviously this year we've had mercury um, retrograde in capricorn instead so i have interpreted this as uh mercury in aquarius last year January starting something that we're kind of like revisiting again this year but from a different perspective um and I have my different takes on what this is going to be about which we're going to talk about a little bit more but I think for uh loads of people on a personal level this is like um challenging your mindset challenging the way of doing things the way you think about things um like kind of the way you do things on a daily basis, the way you communicate with people, the way you choose not to communicate with people, um, the way we identify with communities, like which communities are we identifying with? I think if you were part of a certain community last year, then maybe you're not part of that community this year because you've had some sort of realisation or some sort of eureka moment about um, why you may have been identifying with that community. It might have been for the wrong reasons or whatever um there was also i guess around last time some realization around what we struggle with as a community so a larger community as a human race (laughs) basically and we had a lot of protests we had a lot of um things arising around the struggles that we're facing together and i Um, felt this as a rise in unity consciousness and I think it's so important that people speak to each other a lot more not just on the internet but 
in person because when we speak to each other in person it becomes very evident that unity consciousness is a very significant integral part of the human experience and it's more common than we have acknowledged or think um at the time that mercury was retrograde in aquarius we had jupiter in pisces and i feel like especially in my own personal life and for a lot of people there was working through the mindset of having a victim mentality, like being in a place where it's like, oh, life just happens and bad things just happen to me. And, you know, I can never have a good day and things just never go my way. I think a lot of people were working through that and that no longer being a thing. And I definitely think this is going to tie into, especially this time around, now that we have Jupiter in Aries, um, tie into people understanding the quality of manifesting and the importance of controlling one's thoughts and therefore dictating what they experience in their reality like what they're able to manifest in their reality I think um, a lot of people would have had realizations around the fact that they don't have to suffer in certain situations I definitely had many moments last year where I was like oh I'm an adult <laughs> I'm a grown woman. I can do what I like. I can do what I want. Why am I in situations that don't make me feel happy? Like, especially in terms of one particular area of my life, like work, it was like working through lots of difficulties that I had around, um, like being in a certain kind of environment at work, but then also coming to the realization that, you know what, if I don't want to be here, I can just leave. I can just find another job and I can just leave. And even if I go to another job and I don't like it, I can just also leave that job. Like it was just a realization of um, understanding that actually I have more control over my life than I have given myself credit. And I need to take back that power and make sure that I'm living in that truth. Okay. So I think a lot of people may have had that same feeling. And we definitely saw that in regards to, um, like protests and even more recently the level of strikes that people are, are, are participating in it's like guys you know we actually don't have to put up with some of the shit that we're putting up with like yes it's been going on for ages and yes we have suffered already but we literally do not have to suffer or put up with this shit anymore and if we're not happy with something we're going to do something about it so I think that's the theme that's definitely coming through strongly for um the month of February and definitely through the entire Pluto in Aquarius cycle um I definitely think this specific Mercury in Aquarius transit is going to be significant it's going to be big something massive happens or something is announced there's some sort of news or some truth or some sort of secret that's revealed that um, shed some light on some of the things that have been going on over the last two years specifically. So, you know, when we're talking about technology and we're talking about science and we're talking about um, like human development and we're talking about um, some of the things that they were encouraging people to do um, and to take and to... I hope you guys are getting my gif by what I'm saying here. But I think there's going to be a lot of data published um, about the impact and the effects of a specific thing that was happening around 2020 to 2021. And um, there's going to be a lot of uproar about this because I think once the people are made aware of the, the scale of the damage and the impact of this um, situation, 
there's going to be lots of protests and there's going to be lots of demands for people who are responsible to be imprisoned or to um, have some sort of um, consequence, experience some sort of consequence as a result of what they were um, forcing upon people. Um, Bearing in mind, this Mercury in Aquarius transit is conjunct Pluto again. So I feel like what I got a vision of was like the pyramid scheme like um the people at the top are privy to a lot of information a lot of structures a lot of things that are going on behind the scenes and then they just trickle down the information to um different tiers of people and then like the the wider community are the ones that hear about stuff last if you guys are paying attention you know exactly what i'm talking about and you would know um a lot more information about it off your own accord but this specific transit being called never stop questioning is a part of that like the last three years i never stopped questioning my knowing of something that i couldn't particularly find evidence for but i had a knowing that something was wrong and something wasn't sitting right with me and therefore I wasn't going to participate in certain things um so I feel like a lot of people who were on the same side as me or even a lot of people who weren't are going to adopt that um need to question things that they weren't necessarily questioning before and that's where they're going to uncover a lot of truth about things that have been happening um beneath the surface um i think this sense of knowing is going to spark a lot of desire to find evidence to validate what people are feeling and that's where all that information is going to come from so i think people need to be more curious about anything that they're being told um you know don't take anything at face value always do your own research and rely on your gut instinct because believe it or not, your gut does inform you a lot on, you know, what is right, what is wrong. Um, especially if you can't make, make a logical decision, your gut instinct will tell you this is safe. This isn't safe. Something doesn't feel right. This feels right. I think a lot of people are going to be able to process more complicated information and emotions. Um, maybe not saying easier than they would normally but it's going to be like okay this happened we have this information now i'm processing it now what do we do where do we go from here and people are going to be looking for solutions okay most importantly solutions because aquarius is a sign that is not detached people think aquarius are detached and they can come across that way but they are very solution focused people so they can acknowledge that you know there's an issue and um you know this issue may cause discomfort or this information might cause unrest and cause upset but ultimately they're looking for the solutions off the back of that situation so that's what's definitely going to be discussed i think more um more openly um 
like I said, I think there's going to be big revelations regarding corruption that's been happening. Now, a lot of people are already privy to that, whether they have evidence of the corruption that's been taking place or not. There's been a feeling for many of us that things haven't been as what they seem. And we've just been kind of waiting for the, um, the penny to drop, so to speak. Um, I think there's definitely going to be more strikes, protests hitting the media. Currently, I feel like this has been hidden to push a smooth agenda at the moment. Like, oh, it's Christmas period and we've had the festive period and we've had the new year and, you know, everything's kind of okay. Um, you know, there's a few issues that are being spoken about here and there, but the extent of which people are upset or angry or frustrated isn't being covered. And I think there's definitely potential for governments to lose control over the information they are sharing. And there being leaks, especially on social media, about things that, um, you know, people are bringing to light. I think there will be discussion of some sort of payout or compensation for damage caused and deliberate misspread of information, deliberate spread of misinformation. Um, again, if you know what I'm talking about, then, you know, if you don't, then I'm going to need you to go and do your research around what's been happening the last two years. Cause I don't know where you've been, but, um, yeah, I just feel like a lot of people are going to be going through this process where it's like lots of information, lots of downloads is coming to them intuitively. And it's like, mm, hold on one second. This is not making sense. I need to go and research this more, go in and do the research, coming to their own conclusions, realizing that certain shit has been happening beneath the surface and then sharing that information with other people so they can also be more aware. Um, on a personal level, this is a great, great transit for just being open to um, new ideas. So if you're looking for inspiration, if you're looking for new ways of doing things, like let's say you run a business or you uh, are picking up a project at work and you're really struggling with getting some inspiration, like this is a great time for the universe to bless you with some very unique, innovative ideas or solutions to problems. And they can be very fruitful for you over the next couple of months. Bearing in mind anything I've said in this particular overview of the astrology for the month of February and particularly in regards to Mercury Aquarius doesn't happen exactly as I'm saying that <laughs> the transit is happening. Like this energy can last from now until the next Mercury and Aquarius um, transit. I think one thing that's important to mention as well is that Mars is in retrograde but goes direct and will be direct by this point um, and will still be in the sign of Gemini until March. So I think February, as I've said, um, is definitely an introduction to what we're about to experience over the next um, Saturn Pisces cycle and also Pluto in Aquarius cycle because I feel like there's a lot of closing off of things that haven't been working, a lot of um, revelations, a lot of um, secrets being brought to light. And this is definitely setting up um, the collective and us on an individual level to be prepared for what's coming in the next couple of years. I think one of the most important things is um, intuitively feeling um, answers to, and solutions to stuff. For example, I am a big meat eater, but I know that this whole situation with Uranus going direct and in the sign of Taurus is going to bring about issues with like supplies and resources, especially in regards to like 
like food and stuff so all of a sudden I have been really really interested in cutting down my meat intake and being more um inclined to eat like veg or light food or smaller portions just I guess I'm just training myself for hard times <laughs> but yeah a lot of people will feel intuitively what they need to do in order to survive um over the next couple of years so that's something to be definitely be mindful to sun in pisces on the 18th of february to the 21st of march so this particular transit was <laughs> coming through as a sober reality now for those of you who know pisceans you know that they tend to be high off supplies or high off life um typically because they have their heads in the clouds or typically because they're under some sort of substances to cope with their connection to the universe. Um, but this one is a sober reality, a sobering experience, okay? So for those of you who are not familiar with Pisces characteristics and qualities, there's some keywords on the screen that you can read through. But this is um, talking about the 12th house and it's usually the house of ending things. It can be the house of misfortune or illusion and deception, but also the house of addiction and receptivity, uh, psychosis, psychic abilities, intuitiveness, dreams and fantasy. Okay, so when the sun enters this sign, we're talking about us finding some sort of identification with these themes or shedding a light on these kind of themes in our lives. Okay, so a lot of people who know how to navigate this energy, for example, moi, will enjoy like just taking that month transit to get in touch with your spirituality so doing more meditations um using your crystals leaning on tarot doing readings for people if that's something that you do you will just know how to navigate the treacherous waters of <laughs> pisces but for those of you who don't particularly know how to navigate this energy so well you will need to spend some time contemplating you might feel isolated but it's all for you to be aware of things that are deeply submerged in your subconscious for them to come up for healing okay so the themes that I see coming up for this specific transit is needing to connect more to your spiritual sense of self, like I just described, working through hidden trauma that comes to the surface, seeing the world or people clearer, spotlight on ad addiction issues, a desire to do charity or to give to charity. This is a big thing because I feel like with the current state of affairs and the fact that we also have Saturn going into Pisces in March, there's going to be a significant focus on health but hidden health like things that we can't necessarily diagnose um charity so like working for the homeless or just working for people who um seem like marginalized in society so especially people who suffer with like psychosis or people who have addiction issues there's going to be a significant focus on those guys for the next three years um we're definitely going to see especially when Pluto moves into Aquarius, some difficulties um, around death and rebirth and transformation when it comes to humanity as a whole. I can't talk too much about that, but there's going to be a lot of um, 
fatalities or some sort of issues when it comes to health for a majority of the collective um, that we're going to need to be aware of. So the sun in uh, Pisces is kind of giving us an insight into that. And for those of you who are keeping up to date with what's going on with the current state of affairs in the world, you will know exactly what I'm talking about. This is just the start of it. And over the next three to 20 years, we're going to definitely see and hear more about like hidden crimes or hidden enemies of humanity. Let me say that again, hidden enemies of humanity. Okay. People that have tried to, you know, damage our human race, um, trying to, you know, clear out mass amounts of people. We're going to hear a lot about that. And I think the sun entering Pisces is giving us an intro into these kind of things and themes that are going to be coming up over that period. So this transit is actually conjunct Saturn in Aquarius. Again, another indication of what we're ending in regards to this Saturn in Aquarius cycle in preparation for the Saturn in Pisces cycle. So this is creating the energy of taking life and things more seriously, but with the awareness of Saturn's previous lessons. So in your own personal life, wherever you've been like notorious for escaping reality or running away from some sort of truth or seeing life through rose-tinted glasses, this is going to be um, a chance for you to um, really confront these things in your life that have made you want to run away from them or want to ignore or bury them um, and this transit makes for a really different experience for the nature of Pisces and those with Pisces sun moon or rising from about 0 to 10 degrees or born the 18th to the 27th of February those of you born within that time or with those degrees will feel it more as Saturn will be sitting on or right near your ascendant moon or sun in your chart. So this particular energy can definitely make you feel isolated, can make you feel depressed and restricted because Saturn brings into focus the areas of your life that you need to mature in, in order to move closer to your soul's purpose. So the reason why Saturn will do this is to make sure that you feel the depths of the things that you're having a difficulty facing, okay? And this will help you to start cutting out those tendencies of ignoring or escaping your reality that have been holding you back. And this is going to force you to deal with those things, especially the things that you don't like about yourself and about the situation in your life from a more mature perspective. So like suddenly you'll be more aware of the fears that you have, certain mindsets that have been holding you back. And this can bring a sense of um, depression, of course, if you're not able to kind of leave those things in the past and accept that time has somewhat been lost, um, you know, not living in your full potential, but at least you're more experienced and can move forward from this if you let it go. All right, let's take a little bit of a break before we carry on. Do you want to be part of saving the planet by having a electronic 
journal do you want to join high vibe club and express your daily gratitude if you do i have a gratitude journal for you for you for you for you and for you that you can download and use on the go on your phone on your tablet on your mac whatever suits you this gratitude journal has 46 pages it is a minimalist design, it is aesthetically pleasing and it can help you record your feelings every single day and you have an end of week reflection. It comes with nine cover pages that you can choose from depending on your style girl and it is compatible with GoodNotes and any other organization app that you decide to use. Help yourself keep track of your moods, manifest the life you deserve with positive energy, improve your mental and emotional health and it is affordable for all and user friendly. All you have to do is visit my Etsy page which is linked in the description. Once you make your purchase via my Etsy, the gratitude journal or any other purchase that you make will land automatically in your inbox so you can start using your new purchase on the go. Next transit! We have Venus entering Aries from the 20th of February to the 16th of March. Venus, that's quite a significant amount of time. This specific transit I have called the seductress. So when we're talking about Aries, we're talking about the fire in our charts, where we can be a bit more feisty, where we have uh, more passion, where we have drive, ambition, what our temperament is like, what our anger is like, how we exert leadership qualities, our body image, um, our ability to seduce dominance, masculine self and control. So for those of you who don't know but should know by now, Venus rules the second house traditionally in astrology and is associated with the sign Taurus. It's about romance, pleasure, attraction, our manifestation ability, resources, art, the senses, the voice um, and our creativity as well to some degree. So Venus and Aries makes for a really good transit, depending on who you ask, okay? On a good day, Venus will be sexy, confident, direct, and up for a good night. On a bad day, however, very argumentative, impulsive, aggressive, and even childish, okay? So the themes that Venus and Aries can be bringing up during this transit is wanting to spice up your life a bit, wanting to be more spontaneous, wanting to just go and do things on your own as well. You might want to find some sort of way to feed your ego. So you might uh, buy yourself something nice or congratulate yourself with um, some sort of reward for doing or completing or accomplishing something that you've been dying to accomplish or complete for some time especially if it's in regards to a project um you might be feeling more adventurous and more inclined to focus on self-care and self-love and there's also more sexual and physical energy available especially as mars in gemini is direct at this point and we have uh desire to be more flirtatious or engage in more dirty talk or just spicing things up like verbally 
with a partner or with someone that we're dating like there's this energy of really having a fun time and that's why it's called the seductress so those of you who are not in a romantic relationship I want to say be careful of seeing things especially people for rose-tinted glasses and idolizing things and experiences like you can meet someone and they can tick all your boxes you can feel like this is the one this is my soulmate but you really need to assess whether this feeling is real or whether it's just heightened because of the energies currently in the air granted for some of you depending on your chart and where this transit is taking place you can definitely encounter someone who is a soulmate someone who's supposed to enter your life in this specific period but because this specific venus transit conjuncts neptune there's a very very strong energy of like deceptiveness so after this transit is finished you might find out some things about this person that you don't like especially characteristics or qualities and that could be an issue in itself so you want to make sure that even if you're having a great time and you're enjoying yourself be mindful that what you're seeing in this moment might not be a hundred percent true okay so there's a great chance to meet someone like i said um that you hit off with who makes you feel like you've known them before or someone that you feel really drawn to especially because this venus in aries sextiles pluto so there can be this like intense connection that you establish with someone if you're already in a relationship this is an opportunity to transform your relationships to get more deeper uh in terms of closeness with your partner to establish a more deeper spiritual bond um and for others of you who are not interested in romance in any shape or form this is easier access to other people's resources so for those of you who may be looking for a loan or looking for um some sort of credit like applying for some sort of credit or asking for someone to invest in a business this will be a great time because you initiating that brings rewards through Pluto okay and remember Pluto is in Capricorn so this is definitely about increasing your status increasing your bank account making you more financially stable making you recognized for something so even if you're like at work and you're thinking I want to raise this is a perfect time to ask for that so that is Venus in the sign of Aries and on the same day we have the new moon in Pisces which lasts about two days so from the 20th of February to the 22nd of February and this is a different kind of energy so we're going to be in the middle of like feeling this <laughs> feeling this um, need to be spontaneous feeling this need to be excited feeling this need to you know just open up to all the new possibilities and then a new moon in Pisces says hold on wait up a minute so this is the transit that I've titled the siren within so whilst we have the Aries energy going on in the background there's also a other energy which is behind closed doors that's like actually I need to pay attention to something here so whilst you could be living the life having a great time you might have a glimpse of a moment where it's like actually I feel quite sad <laughs> I don't know why I feel sad right now but 
I thought I was having a great time, but now I actually feel quite sad. You know them ones where you're on a night out, your friend's getting drunk, you're having a great time, you, the music's pumping, the drinks are flowing, and then suddenly you find yourself crying in the bathroom about something. This is that energy, okay? And the reason why this is happening is because there's going to suddenly be a desire to address something that is bubbling for you, like bubbling under the surface, something that has just built to a culmination point and the reason why this is happening in particular is to help you finally close out those chapters again Pisces is the ending of something to start the beginning of something and I think it's so interesting that the new moon in Pisces which is obviously going to be conjunct the sun is taking place the same time that Venus enters Aries again ending something so you can start something new so those of you who maybe have some issues like healing from a past relationship or past relationships or traumas or experiences that didn't feel so good maybe you're closing out those feelings and those chapters so you can finally start dating again that's the kind of experience that this transit and transit with venus in aries is bringing in so uh i think the fact that this new moon in pisces is conjunct saturn is again about maturity and i definitely feel like february is the month where we're getting an introduction and this is why there's not much happening in terms of transits like February is the month where we get a little bit of an introduction, but also a bit of a break <laughs> before all the madness happens in March, okay? And it's a time for you to really sit with yourself and learn balance between rest and rejuvenation and action and play, okay? You will have a desire to address, analyze, or express your emotions in a mature way so there's no longer uh energy available to you to hide from anything that you really feel and the reason for this is because you need to start a new cycle okay so anything that's been swept under the carpet anything that you've been escaping any issues around isolation and abandonment especially when it comes to like parents or the mother or the father or even past relationships where you might have felt abandoned you're gonna have to do away with that energy and you may realize that things appear worse than they really are so you're gonna be noticing some tendencies you have to blow things out of proportion which is definitely what Pisces can do which is going to make you stop and think really do I need to react to this in that way do I need to deal with this that way and it's going to make you feel pushed to face your fears and adapt a more serious approach to your life for those of you who may have a different experience it could be that you have issues with your boss or people in a higher status than you especially in the workplace you might feel isolated or you might feel like there's issues with the relationship that you have with your mother and father like maybe they made you feel isolated or they're making you feel isolated right now and again I want to say that the Piscean energy is definitely projecting out of you 
what is going on in your subconscious. So anything that people are doing to you or any experiences that you're having in different areas in your life in this particular moment are reflecting to you some things that you need to be aware of that you need to clear out. So you definitely will be working on releasing things from the past that have been preventing you from maturing and reaching that next stage of your development, basically. All right, guys, that is my take on the show. I have planned to do a tarot card. Woohoo! I haven't done tarot in quite some time. Um... But I've just been feeling the energies as of late. When I did tarot for the Jupiter going back into Aries for all 12 signs. But I haven't actually done tarot for the collective in quite some time. So let's pull one card for the collective. And one goddess guidance card. And see what February has in store for us. Angels, guides and spirits, thank you so much. For this moment, can we have one card for the month of February? Okay. We have strength. And guys, I think we're going to need a lot of strength this month. (laughs) Especially because we're not having that many transits, but the transits that are happening are quite emotionally and mentally taxing okay especially because we're gonna have all planets direct so it's gonna feel hard to really deal with like these watery energies um but at least we have some fire energy there to help clear or dry um and cut away the things that don't feel so pleasant so we have strength and i think that we're going to need a lot of strength this month especially going into the month of march especially off of the back of the transits happening in february that's preparing us for the big game changing energies in march okay let's pull one i think some of you need to learn how to integrate your like animalistic side with your human side like acknowledging that you have animalistic desires and tendencies um and how that shows up in your reality again um focusing on the inner child here and integrating the two opposites in terms of energy like we've got feminine energy here we've got masculine energy we've got air and we've got water we've got fire we've got earth transformation you are experiencing enormous change right now which brings great blessings this is butterfly maiden so let's see what butterfly maiden has to say in the full message as you go from as you go through this period of change it's natural for you to wonder if your future is safe I'm here to assure you that you are part of nature's cycles of birth, death and rebirth. To bring in your desired newness, you must first allow old parts of your life to fall away. These changes are to be celebrated, not to be feared. Give thanks for this shedding of the old. Embrace all of the lessons it brought and then let it go. Be giddy with the excitement at the newness of the gifts that are now being bestowed upon you. And let their magic surprise and delight you. Don't be concerned about endings as they're bringing in the new for you. Your prayers have been answered for those of you who are wondering. With this change, new things are coming into fruition. Let go of the old. Don't worry about these changes. They're truly for the best. 
just you know angels always co-sign the messages that i get intuitively about the astrology for each month you know we are doing a lot of releasing in the month of february to make space for the newness in the following months and to be able to utilize jupiter's energy so that is my take on the astrology for the month of February, guys. If you guys want to reach out to me for a personal reading, you can do so via the details on the screen. And if you have a spiritual dilemma, this is a new segment that I'm going to be doing on my podcast, Spiritual Dilemmas. If you have any concerns around spirituality, how to get into it, what do you need to do, how do you start what path do you have to go on to? How do you reparent yourself? How do you learn about your inner wounds? How do you heal your inner wounds? I am your girl. So send me an email at spiritualaf at outlook.com. All dilemmas will be anonymous. I will not release your name, location, age, or email address, anything personal. It will literally just be the dilemma. And you can come back and check whether your dilemma or topic has been decided. Until next time, guys, I hope you have an amazing month of February. I hope you have an amazing end to the month of January. We'll be back very soon with the astrology breakdown for the month of March and other little bits and pieces in between. Until then, I hope you stay safe, keep yourself well, drink lots of water and I'll catch you in the next one.